Well, hello everyone watching through KO and YouTube, but a big hello to all of you on Fox League. We've graduated to the big channel. We had that little taste during Origin, and we're back here for the entire final series. All four weeks we're going to be on to preview all the big games. You know who these two people are. Joel Kane. <laughs> Do they? No, he is. We'll get to you in a second. <laughs> Joel Kane, hello to you. Hello, Dan, viewers, listeners, for those on the podcast. Uh, we are absolutely fired up for this. And what I want to see, Dan, in about four weeks' time, I want to see painted in goals, and I want to see the sewn-on badge for a grand final. That's what I want to see. Mm. Final time's With here. With one half sort of hanging off at halftime, just being ripped off. Correct. Yeah, okay. Great time of the year. Sean Ormerod, uh, we know him as the trader. You know him as the guy on a Friday night that has his hands up like this. And, <laughs> Namaste. Uh, sort of like uh, Ricky Bobby. <laughs> I don't know what to do with my hands. <laughs> but doing a very good job uh, as part of sports. But uh, what is doing, my friend? Well, we've made it, Dan, officially on the big channel all four weeks. Little teaser throughout the year. Then I had my little sojourn over in Europe just to top up the 10 for this very occasion, so ready to go. Yes, he was away for those that uh, are watching this for the first time, and we are on uh, all those platforms I talked about, podcast. Um, just went away mid-season, honeymoon. <laughs> could have gone in October, could have gone in December, but no, it had to be yeah. for four, and you say four weeks, I think it was closer to six. Five. Now let's go to one of our normal segments to get things going. Now, this is where we celebrate the uh, the right and the wrong. I think we're going to pump ourselves up a bit uh, to, to start things off. I mean, with the new people, we, we've got to try and impress them off the yes. bat, Joel. Yes. We have had some real success this year, to be honest. Uh, it's been touch wood, a very good year. And, and look, we try and advise you on some things you might want to look for. Uh, I didn't advise the, to, to put myself first here, but oh, apparently please. on the run now. I know how this show works. It's, before you go to it, can you explain to the viewer who may be new to the show, yes. what is a flare bet? So it's a tribute to Ric Flair. So it's the bet with Flair, mm. but we've tied it in with uh, the great wrestler. Woo! <laughs> Where we don't look for the $2 pop, we look for the big... Yeah, the, bit of value, bigger price. And we found a lot of value this year. Let's take a look. Dom Young, uh, first try scorer at seven bucks because it seems if they're going to get one, it's going to be hit. Extra time. Fit off oh, yeah. 15 bucks, you bastards. It was 19. <laughs> You've done it again. You've done it again. My flair, Tom Dearden, first try scorer. Yes, it was a very fat, profitable year. How convenient. You were just straight, straight off the top with your couple of flare bets there. That's very, very convenient. Well, I have no control, but let me tell you something, <laughs> uh, uh, Sean. If I did have control, I would absolutely tick this off. <laughs> And that is some of the things you've got wrong. But I will say mm. this. This man is very good. In fact, he got, well, was it 11? He told us every week, yes. Joel. 11 in a row. Correct. 11 in a row with his best bets. That's a pretty good, that's a flip of the coin. Imagine flipping a coin 11 times on heads. He's, it's, it's he's after good. me, though. Sugar's on a hot run as well. Seven in a row. And he's got the same affliction. Going for eight. Just every time we sit down here, just a little <laughs> reminder. Going for seven in a row. Anyway, uh, but not everything. Not mm. everything. The trader has said was correct. I, mean, I actually think they could be a bet for the Spoon because we've seen it happen in, with previous Warrior sides and they can quickly give up. That's where the coach probably comes in very, very handy to keep them on the straight and narrow. But, I don't know, very hard to mount an argument looking at their squad for them to get anywhere near the eight. Wow. Mm. 
That mm. was an evisceration. That's as ice cold as you'll probably ever see for a uh, take from the start of the year. But anyway, I did give a, a rap to the coach. He was the big unknown. And he's probably my, well, I, if I was selecting coach of the year award, I think he's getting it for what he's done to that side. And just on that, one of the flares that you had, Dan, was Warriors top four at about yes. five or six bucks. Five fifty. Five fifty. I think best bet, actually, Joe. Oh. It, wasn't, it wasn't a flare, it was best bet. I declared it. <laughs> Righto. And we're going to get to that because it has been a, a draw that has been as soft as butter, and I think it might hurt them. <clears throat> uh, but this was the ultimate so right. We rode this... Since round, we derided him. Sean and I derided this bloke. We said, this is one of the dumbest bets we've ever seen. <laughs> Boy, weren't we proven, proven to be wrong. Jermaine Asako at 100 to 1 top point scorer. <laughs> He's a sharp shooter. Asako's I mean, 100 to 1 to finish eight. the year. It can happen. If you're, if you're an outside back and you're the goal kicker. If you didn't win five games. They're not going to win five games. Oh, I've got them on the overs. 100 to 1. Do as you please. Stay out. <laughs> That's the, the piece de resistance of punting, that one. Did you hear my quote then? Yeah. He's 101 on that market. He's 101 <laughs> to finish the year. If you're going to oh. lose, you might as well go all. You might, if you're going to be in it, you might as well yeah, swim in it. So it's been touch wood, a good year. Let's hope we continue it through the finals. Now, there's so much to get excited about. So much about the, to get excited about. I cannot wait. Friday night, finals footy returns to Suncorp. I know we had a taste of it with uh, the COVID years, um, but there is nothing... Nothing like the Broncos hosting at home. It will be a sellout. I, I have missed it so much, Joel. Mm. And particularly with this team that's so full of hope. The last time that home final, <clears throat> they were touched up by the Dragons. But a fair income premiership hope, nothing like it. Do yourself a favour and go back and watch the final between 2008. The Storm, who finished first that year, they get knocked off week one by the Warriors and they're about to be knocked out in straight sets. They play the Broncos up there, mm. oh, Ash and Sims era. Mm. And Billy Slater's lucky because he botched a try mm. just before that. And remarkably, they escape English scores. That's right. Go and watch the last two minutes One of that. One of the great finals of all mm. time. One of the great finals. One of the, Saturday night, I remember that. Probably the, 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 the most excited we've ever seen. Craig Bellamy, what are you pumped up for? Well, the Suncorp crowd, it's a different atmosphere because that's a pure sort of footy atmosphere. But a home final in New Zealand, hopefully Mount Smart, but we're not seeing it this week, um, but we're going to see it, if not next week, the week after they do win. They've I don't got, think it is going to be Mount Smart. And that's, do you I think? Have, I have a problem with this, but anyway. So can, do I, because that's, I mean, that's been their home. I think they deserve it to go there. We've seen the signs. <laughs> we've got a bloke doing... We've got a bloke doing shoeys of mayonnaise now in front of the coach's oh, box because cool. he, he's off the uh, he's off the booze. But it, it, it looks like, in terms of atmosphere, you won't have more fun at a footy game. Yeah. And I, it's the one thing I have to tick off my list. But I I'm pumped to see. I think there's a chance I'm, I'm, I get to go over in week two or week three, see how the draw plays out. But I suppose, Joel, it's the the, the rationale is we get twenty thousand extra people in, and they're all going to be Warriors fans. So it's not as if it's going to nullify or water down yeah. the home ground advantage. But I do have a problem that we're going to play a game at Shark Park and I'm not having a go at the Sharks oh, no. because I, it's the same principle with Penrith. I don't think we should be playing suburban footy, but we're going to lock 20, 25,000 people out of a final in week one. But we're going to take a team away from their home ground that they've earned because we want to get 20,000 people in. I just don't understand the difference they make between week one and weeks two and week three. I just hope they made the conversation the NRL and said to the Sharks, look, in all likelihood you'll get a home final. So, look, we've got a cheque here for 400000 or whatever the number is, mm. for you to move it to Combank or Allianz, whichever you choose. I hope that conversation happened. Mm. 
they've done that before though. Remember when the Dragons, 2009, this is the most famous one, this is when Jared Hayne was at his peak, it was first versus eighth, and they knew they were going to get 40,000 plus, and the NRL offered 250, and the Dragons said, go away, we want the home ground advantage at Cogra. They lost anyway. Yeah, that's right. But they the clubs don't care. No. The clubs do not care about the, the paycheck. This is why the NRL has to make it their own Correct. decision. They couldn't change it this year, but the, the rule has to change going forward. So it's not even an argument. Yeah. You couldn't turn around this year and go, okay, now we're moving it. Yes. Hey, boys, uh, I'll tell you what I'm excited for. <coughs> this is uncanny, I reckon, the way this has turned out. It's uh, biting the hand that feeds you. So you've got all these coaches who have mentored these other guys. First game, you've got Bellamy taking on Kevy Walters. Yes. They had a great partnership. Then you've got this other clash, which is Webby taking on Cleary. And I'll be fascinated to know which side of the fence gets the greater advantage. And, of course, Fitzy and Robbo. Oh, yeah. And to think these three all pair up, it could have easily <laughs> been um, Fitzy and, uh, Fitzy and uh, also Ricky had it yes. felt that way. But I'm fascinated to see how this plays out. Goes to show apprenticeships, sugar. Uh, they're worth a fair bit in coaching. So you look at someone like Benji. He's been Correct. thrown in the deep end. Mm. Let's go. Well, geez, there we've shivved the Tigers. They're not even <laughs> part of this show. Let's go uh, without further ado. Our first game. This is what the NRL gets right with finals. They put the best game, or certainly the most interesting game up front. Mightn't be the best game by the time we get to the end of it, but we're all excited. Broncos, Melbourne, 52,000. Broncos' first final since 2019. Melbourne's 13th straight final series. My goodness. Broncos' record this year at Suncorp is not great. Six and five, yet they're 12 and one everywhere else. But, Sean, I start with you. They are mm. the favourites. Pretty warm favourites, which I've got to say has surprised <clears throat> me. So the most overused stat this year is the record Storm v Broncos, now 14 yep. in a row. How many times, and Shug, you know this answer, so Dan, how many times have the Storm been favourites in those 14 games which they've won? How many times have they been favourites, do you think? Were they fav Last week they wouldn't have been. Yep. So I'm going to say 12. 13, oh, 13 and 1. Outsiders last week, yep. and they still won the game. Almost the same betting here. The... I can't really find an angle in terms of the match betting. What I can find, though, is the grand final price for the Storm. $6.50. If they are to win this, peach side of the draw, as oh. we know, you want to be on the Melbourne Storm long term. I now, think. we're trying to find a winner here, Joel, not just with the uh, the, the, the match uh, odds and lines, but specific try scorers, perhaps. Yeah. What have you spotted? So when you're under pressure, Dan, in life, you default to what you love doing and you've had success with. Now, this fellow, Reese Walsh, absolutely loves his play. I'm talking about a cutout ball to Cobbo. So what he'll do, he'll run express to try and make the opposition centre collapse in on him, and then it opens it up for Cobbo. I went back to school footy for him. He was doing it then. He did it in Origin. He is absolutely going to be looking for Cobbo. And for what it's worth, if I was Melbourne, I'd set a trap for this. There's a dead set intercept on the back of this. Oh, I like that. You've, you've found this one before, the intercept. Yeah. yeah. Well, this is the big test for the Melbourne centres, Seve and Tonomapaya. They were brought in, what, six weeks ago yep. because of the defensive deficiencies of, say, Olam and Remus Smith, or Smith got injured. But these two have been entrusted with this. Uh, all right, give us a tip, Shauna. Uh, Storm. Very, very close game. I'm on the storm long term, so I'm tipping them here. I've got Brisbane winning the comp, Joel, for whatever it's worth, and that, that's worth nothing. But they have to win this. This is, yeah. I think, a lose-the-least town game. I know it's a qualifier, but I don't think either side can come back and win the comp. I've actually got the Broncos winning this game tight and with a big home ground advantage. I'm, I'm ignoring the stats. And Melbourne to win the comp via the long road. Wow. Yeah. Yep. 
All right, Penrith versus, so uh, we completely disagree. Penrith versus <laughs> Warriors, four o'clock Saturday afternoon. Uh, Penrith, as we go to where, very, well, they will be very, very short favourites. Uh, the line that we've got at the moment, as we record, is 12 and a half. Mm. Uh, Penrith looking full strength. They're on a six-game finals winning streak, and their defensive record, Joel, is extraordinary. Yeah, well, Shawnee's got the numbers here for uh, finals for the Panthers. Shawnee, yeah. take us through this. This is really the only stat I care about in this game. You look at the last two seasons in the finals. 16, they lost that game. 6-6-12. Six, six, um, that was two years ago, and last year, just the three games. 8, 12, and 12. 10 points a game in the last two final series, and this year, in the regular season, only 13 points a game, conceding. They go to defence first, they can put points on the board as well. They're pretty good in attack as yeah. well, the Penny Panthers. But I think they can really tighten this game down. Yeah, the bloke I want to talk about is Stephen Crichton. Big game player, scored for Samoa in that World Cup final. Last three grand finals, first player since Brett Kenny. Maybe check out the finals hub. But I want to talk about, if you're looking for an angle for the Warriors boys, we call it the Seamer. So they head to their right-hand side. This play may just win Sean Johnson a Dally M medal, the way he's been playing. We call it the seamer where the Warriors on their right-hand side, they send two through. The centre and the forward, they go out the back. That's option number one. And when they've fallen for that trap a little bit, they never play the first man, but they will play the second man that you see here with Rocco Berry running flat. So that's their number one play to watch well, out for. Well, if there's one team that can shut it down, you would think it's Penrith, and they're going to have a plan for that. Oh! I can't believe this segment has made the, the half an hour version of the show, but here we go. Yes, Joel's Ideas Committee. Really quickly, I'm keen on the wild card oh, round, boys. Sakes, I'll tell you why. Let me sell it to you really quickly. Quickly. Inequality in the draw. Mm -hmm. This is what we would have had this week. Raiders versus the Rabbitohs. Enthralling. Roosters take on the Eels. Enthralling had you had the Parramatta players there. But the main reason is this. We're going to march into week one of the finals. Dowd on Ponga. Hastings. Nico Hines. Kennedy. Uh, list goes on. Reynolds. The list goes on. So for me, it's about rewarding the top six. Not everything has to be about making money, though, Joel. Yes. Which is all this idea would be. It's rewarding the top six. We need some players need a spell. Well, six is already getting a big enough advantage. Six doesn't deserve any breaks. They're getting a home game in front of eleven thousand people. Do as you please. For goodness' sake. We're going to take a break. When we come back here on Get Em On Side, uh, we're going to look at the Sharks-Roosters game. And then this guy to my, uh, to my left, he's got a segment too. Get Em On Side. Welcome back. Trying to find you a winner for the weekend. Cronulla Sharks we preview shortly and then Newcastle-Canberra. But by popular demand, and when I say popular demand, he asked for it, we forgot to veto it. It's time for Sean Ormerod segment. It is, what were they thinking? And you've, you've finally given it to me. Every week you say, I've stolen it off Vossi. And thanks to Vossi for sending all these ideas in, because we may have missed this. Well, what those, were they thinking? For those that missed it, it mm. is stuff you may have missed, version <laughs> 2.0. It's just called, what is it called, Joel? What, what were they, they thinking? thinking? That's right. There we go. Well rehearsed, guys. Glad we got one off the line. Right, the first one, the Tyson Gamble pass. I'm debutant Oren Keeley for the uh, Newcastle Knights. So we're going to see some vision here. Now, obviously, Adam O'Brien the whole week has said to the young kid, kick chase, kick yeah, chase, kick chase. And he's got a little bit excited here. Tyson Gamble's <laughs> gone the pass and he's gone, oh no, it's only fourth tackle. What, what was he thinking? thinking? 
a little bit of Nathan Brown and the late Lance Thompson. Remember Lance trips over? He did. And Brownie's yeah. still shoveling oh, yeah. his... at the MCG. <laughs> That's right. At least he had the sort of trip over yes. sort of on his side. All right, number two, Billy Smith scores a try here. Big, big try in this game. Oh, I love this. And now he's got the security guard standing right in front of him in high vis, mind you, and he's just gone bus underarm. And the reflexes of the, the Seki here. Outstanding. So it's just missed his head off the oh. shoulder into the crowd. Now, yeah. if you weren't a player and you would have sort of pulled that sort of behaviour as a crowd member, oh, you have got 10. I, you've got 10 blokes on you. You're we're all headlock. thinking the same thing. Yeah. He looks like a bouncer at the Coogee Bay Hotel. Yeah, he's ready Can to you go. you imagine his reaction, that gentleman? Did you see him eyeballing Billy Smith? He wasn't happy. And only you realise, hang on, this bloke's bigger than me and he's got 16 mates around mm. him. He wasn't happy. But uh, Billy Smith. What, what were you thinking? thinking? <laughs> so you think payback on Mad Monday? Billy Smith lobbing up to the Coogee Bay Hotel. No, not you, mate. Oh, I didn't you... even think that. That's great thinking. Yeah. Uh, go on, Sean. Uh, and the lucky last, uh, last but certainly not least, we're going to see, now we're in the, the season for team awards nights. This is Adam Fanua Blake at the New Zealand Warriors Award Night the other night. Uh, now we've seen some, uh, we've seen some cracking dress in Dally M's in years gone past. You dare Craig, Craig Bellamy, he went as Beetlejuice. Now AFB, now I'm told reliably this is actually a Versace kit. I'm not sure it's the sort of gear you want to be rocking up to an awards on in oh. AFB, but if you are watching this, Adam, I think you look fantastic. Uh, and if not, what were you thinking? You'll notice Joel and I did not participate in that one. I don't want to offend the <laughs> you know, boy, and I thought he looked fantastic. I actually genuinely think he looked great. This bloke. Silk Versace, Dan? Yo. Don't know. Hey. Anyway. Hey, Adam Fanu you bagging Adam Fanu yeah, like, What can, were you thinking? You can have that. Let's get to uh, our Saturday night game. This is the 6v7 final. Sharks v Roosters. Fascinating game. Sharks have lost their last five finals, um, and the Roosters here for a seventh straight final series. But the Roosters haven't got to a prelim since 2019. Joel, they're on a five-game winning streak, the Roosters, but here's the devil in the detail. No top eight teams they've beaten in that run. Does that make you just a little worried? Uh, well, both teams have struggled against top eight teams typically this year. The thing that he's done very, very well here, a masterstroke, Craig Fitzgibbon, they were leaking massive amount of tries on the left-hand side. Yep. The last six weeks, he started Wade Graham on that left-hand <clears> side back rower. They've played South, Newcastle, Penrith, amongst others, and they only conceded six tries. So from one of the worst sides in the comp to now one of the best sides, if you like the Roosters, I'd be exploring on the other side, Junior Ponga, mm. uh, maybe even Billy Smith. Yep. And this game is all about the both defences for me. In the last five weeks, both these sides, Sharkies 14 points a game, Roosters 12 points per game. So they've really tightened mm. up their defence, and we'll get to my best bet later in the show, but it's certainly leaning that way. Um, this is going to be a very, very low-scoring game. Take note, Sharks, great starters. They're plus 60 after 20 minutes. Roosters are minus 32 for and against after 20 minutes. So just take first try scorers and so forth. Mm. Take that into consideration. Who are you tipping here, Joel? Uh, Roosters. Okay, we'll get to your team. on the Roosters, yeah. In a moment uh, there. In fact, let's take a break and uh, we'll come back and preview the Newcastle-Canberra game. That is our final game. Get them on side. Fox Sports, KO and YouTube. Let's get to our last game as we do. Get them on side. Sean Ormerod and Joel Kane here. The Sunday afternoon game, and this will be a sellout, I'm sure. Newcastle, Canberra. Sean Ormerod, the Raider hater, was just saying <laughs> the biggest imposters in finals history. These Canberra Raiders, minus one thirty-seven for and against, dollar uh, twenty as we uh, record this 
I'm surprised it's not shorter, uh, Sean Ulmerod. Uh Newcastle spanked Canberra a few weeks ago, mm. and they are just—they are as hot as just about anyone at the moment. The Knights. Yeah. So two things: massive home ground advantage for the Knights. Sunday afternoon, 25, 26,000 there. That's one joint I want to be on a Sunday afternoon, just on that hill. Maybe a cold one or two. And the Raiders—they are limping. Give me a better word to describe the Raiders at the moment. I don't think. I think they can keep it close for maybe a half, like they did to the Sharks last week. And then it's going to be tools down and the Knights run away Do with we it. think, Joel, they're going to go with Frawley and Fogarty as the halves combination? I know it's been whitening the centres for a few weeks, but surely this is chips in the middle oh, stuff. I don't know. honestly don't know. But this left-hand side we're talking about, massive problem, Dan. Mm. So, so every single week, the left-hand side, it has been musical chairs. It's a fill-up. And most particularly the centres. So on this occasion, this is Remus Smith playing on the wing here for the Melbourne Storm. But what you'll notice here, they're not only just scoring, they're easy tries. Kiraz almost mucked it up. Mm. Addo Carr could have scored a try. Ramian crashes over. Staggs crashes over. Four weeks in a row, the right centre taking on Canberra. Seve, um, Staggs, yep. Ramian, Kiraz, they've all scored. Gagai's a big chance <clears throat> here. My one counter to that is Kalen Ponga's try assist. Now, we're going to see some footage here. Try and t well, tell me what's in common with these Ponga try assists that we do see here. This one, albeit a bit of a lucky one, but he makes a break. He's on the right-hand channel here, goes himself, finds Dom Young on the right, scores a try. And there's one more here, but for the whole season, 20 try assists, mm. only three on that right-hand channel. Say, one was a kick through the middle. It gets a water to the right, but it was definitely in the middle of a kick. Hard to count. 16 down the left, Shug. Yeah. And I originally thought, with your stat, maybe I can find the right-hand side of the Knights. You, you don't go after a weakness, you go after your strength. Yeah. So I think they're going to hammer that left. Greg, Marju, Bradman Best is where you want to look. I was going to say, geez, you cherry-picked those right side, because all I remember from Kalen mm. Ponga is he torches teams on the left. Now, we do something every year since um, we've been doing Get Em On Side, and that is the finals bracket, or they call it the pick nine, because yep. I call it the bracket, and they don't want to have to pay me a royalty. <laughs> so it's the pick nine. Can you pick all nine games? You get some fat odds, including, this is one, Sean Ormerod, this is his pick nine. So you pick the four finals this week, yep. and then the two next week, the two after. You've got Melbourne beating Brisbane mm. in the grand final. Yeah, we already pay you enough, Dan, so you're not getting any more out of us. So what about that photo? I mean, the top left, don't really I wasn't know looking at that, that's Sean. From. I was actually um, I've got Broncos Storm grand final. Broncos going the long way. I think they're the team that can trouble the Panthers the wow. most with their attack. They're beating... The Panthers in Sydney That's to then play cool. play the Storm in Sydney. Obviously, Storm winning hundred eleven dollars, and you can find all these yes. on the app. You can follow me if you want. You can follow Dan and Shug. All right, let's go to best bets. We always put these in a multi, so look out on the app. Uh, I hope I'm wrong, but Penrith 13 plus. I love the Warriors story, but I just think the matchup is bad for the Warriors. And I saw Penrith in person last week. Awesome, mm. awesome. Yeah, for me, last five weeks, both these teams, Saturday night game, Sharks and the Roosters. Defensive mindset, Fitzy, the coaches, and Robbo, defence first, under total match points is my bet. Same game. Look at the team list. Uh, big game players, Roosters versus Sharks. Not even a competition. Roosters for me. All right, that's just about it. We squeezed it all in. Check us out on KO on YouTube and the audio podcast. Uh, we've got a heap more stuff from this week as well, not just the show you've just seen. Joel, take us home. Well, the absolute best tip, obviously, is not bag people like Adam Fadua Blake, but <laughs> no matter who you bet with, please take a seat before you bet and set up a deposit limit. We'll catch you next time.
Imagine what you could be buying instead. For free and confidential support, call the number on the screen or visit the website.